Welcome to the Biblical Eldership Podcast. Dave Anderson here with my good, dear, beloved friend, fellow elder, Matt Bowen. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's good to have you. Every, every time they get longer. I like it. <laughs> Matt uh, serves at Lakewood Bible Chapel, a church plan, a Littleton Bible right. Chapel. Talking about preaching, this is an elder's responsibility to oversee the preaching, teaching ministry in the local church. We've talked about expository preaching, uh, how to know if you're called to preach, applicational exposition, how to use illustrations in preaching. Today, we're going to talk about study. Yes. How does one study for a sermon? And this is a question... A popular question. Uh, how do I, where do I even begin? What do I do? Matt, what do you do? Yeah, well, again, I think it is different for everyone. So we have to be careful not to speak in blanket statements and say it's, it's going to take you X amount of time to prepare. Uh, it takes me X amount of time to prepare. That way, you know, it's going to take everybody else that long. I, I don't, I've, I've heard some preachers say, you know, if you take more than 10 hours a week to prepare for a sermon, you're wasting time. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm about triple that. But uh, I think it's different for everybody. There's obviously guys who have been preaching a lot longer. But even those men that we've talked about here, that they take their time. They take it seriously. And it takes time. They, uh, and so I think the, the study portion of it is extremely important. We can't shortchange it. We, can't, we cannot. We can't avoid it. I think it was Haddon Robinson who said, I, I might be mistaken on this, but that we should, we should spend uh, for every minute in the pulpit an hour in study. Okay. Which is a lot of study. That's a lot of studying. I kind of doubt that most preachers study for 45, 45, <laughs> 45 hours. hours. Uh, yeah. But it, it at least punctuates the point of uh, you need to study. You need yeah. to know your passage yeah and honestly you can tell when a guy has not put in right work. you that's can tell that's embarrassing it's embarrassing yeah. but uh it's obvious. so how do you do it how do you start yeah well again my particular routine and, and a routine is a very important thing if you're able to get a routine a routine can be a very good thing it can be a blessing uh i have you know, Monday I get the text. Tuesday I'm I'm reading the I'm I'm getting the commentaries together. I'm starting to read the commentaries. Wednesday I'm uh, formulating the outline. Uh, still reading commentaries. Thursday I'm starting to uh, write the first draft of the sermon. Friday I'm really honing it in. Saturday morning I'm putting the finishing touches on mm -hmm. it, and it all takes me about thirty. Uh, about 30 hours a week, mm -hmm. but it's a routine and it's, it's a beautiful thing. And again, I know not everybody's preaching every Sunday. Um, but even if you preach once a month, you can take the first week, right? Get that text. So you're saturated in that text, you know, that text back and forth, get your commentaries together, start reading those commentaries every day. Uh, Lars over at orchard, another church plan of Littleton. He, he has a uh, working man's guide to, uh, preaching. And I think it's great because he, he shows you, you know, and this week do this, this next week, you know, read the commentaries the next week, start to formulate your outline the next mm -hmm. week, write the sermon. I think mm -hmm. it's, it's wonderful. Right. Yeah. Most guys listening to this, I'm guessing, uh, aren't preaching once a week. They're yeah. probably doing once a month, uh, if that, and yeah, I think something you said is so true the, the as soon as you know, 
what you're going to preach, you start reading. Yep. And, uh, you know, one idea is, uh, and I do this, you probably do this with your guys as well over at Lakewood, but I'll send them, I'll kind of curate a a list of, uh, or just a a PDF of just resources uh, and send it to them so they can start reading good commentaries right out of the gates. Yeah. That's one way you can serve uh, the guys preaching is just get them the... Uh, the right material, uh, mm-hmm. give them reputable commentators. I remember when I first started, that was huge for me. You know, I had a, I had guys around saying, you know, this guy is going to be in line with what I right. believe this guy, you might want to, you know, chew the meat, but spit out the bones type of thing. Watch out for him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, how do you find, I mean, that's, we, we kind of mentors, we kind of know now yeah. what to look out for, what not, but what would, I know there's some resources you've, you've got on, on how to. Yeah. Find good commentaries, for instance. Yeah. So um, the next step would probably be to go to a site like Ligonier. I used that for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and I still do. When we start a new book series, mm-hmm. um, uh, I go to Ligonier. You can just uh, type it in the search, Ligonier top books on every, or top commentaries on every, every book, book of the of Bible. The Bible yeah. And then he breaks it out, New Testament, Old Testament, in each book. And he says, this is the best technical, this is the best, you know, applicational, and and it's very helpful. So resources like that. Uh, By the way, I think Tim Challies, Challies, the world famous blogger from Canada. Yes, I think he's got, if I'm not mistaken, someone's website something similar. Maybe it's maybe it's connected to the Ligonier one, but yeah. he's got something similar that's really good. Yeah, got to take advantage of those guys who have been through the commentaries, you know, um, and can give good recommendations. Here's something to keep in mind: is that there's two kinds of commentaries technical or exegetical commentaries and devotional or preaching commentaries. You need both. Uh, The technical exegetical ones are not going to have any illustrations. It's just going to be working through the literary uh, form of the book, uh, tracing the arguments, uh, word studies. You need that. And then you also need uh, commentaries Preaching commentaries, people that have actually <coughs> preached it. I think my favorite one, edited by Kent Hughes, published by Crossway, the Preaching, uh, preaching, preaching the, Word. the Word series. Yeah. That's such a great series. Very good. Basically, every one of their uh, books is helpful. Yeah. Uh, they have illustrations. And those commentators have pre, th- those are their sermons, I yeah. think, if I'm not mistaken, that they have edited into uh, a book. That's right. And uh, super helpful. John Stott. Uh, Bible Speaks Today is a great devotional yeah. uh, preaching commentary. Yeah, and it, it's important as we're talking about commentaries, um, you know, it, it's really important to give these guys credit if you do use something from them. And really, none of us have had an original thought, you know, in, in the pulpit for unless it's a personal application story. It's 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 not like we're going up there and, you know, telling somebody something they've never heard before. Right, right. But when we have these comment uh, commentaries, I probably have, you know, an average of 6 to 8 per mm-hmm. text, you know, if we you know, harvest something from them, let's say, you know, we we have to be, make sure to give proper credit. Right, which uh, is a, a big deal, not to cut you off, deal. but yeah, this please. whole plagiarism uh, you know, we've seen in America the last uh couple years uh of just you know pastors plagiarizing sermons and not giving credit yeah wholesale ripping off sermons this is a huge problem and uh 
one way to avoid that is like you said, you just give, you constantly yeah. give credit right. and, uh, um, you're obviously all of us are we're filtering through information yep. so we just have to be very careful not to make it sound like uh you know we're coming up with original us. ideas yeah. and we've got to give credit where where credit's due so yeah a helpful way to do that i think is to take your commentaries and you know you have these reputable men whom you've either uh gotten recommended to you from your uh mentors your elders or Ligonier or Chalice, and you have this this slew of men who are known for being faithful expositors, faithful faithful theologians. If each of them is saying the same thing about the text, this is what this text means. You can go with it, and you can kind of harmonize the thought and filter it through in your own language without being, um, you know, just like a robot. You're just reading everything that they're saying. And right. If right. you do read it directly, a direct quote, you give credit. Right. That's exactly right. So <clears throat> other thoughts on study. By the way, before I forget, John Stott in his book, Between Two Worlds yeah. on Preaching, one of the best books on preaching. We should have a list of books, yeah, by the way, good, at yeah. some point we could uh, recommend. But he's got a chapter called How to Study or Study. Something like that. It is worth the price of the book and an excellent uh, resource and just how to study for a sermon. Oh, very good. Other thoughts you have on preparation? Just the importance of it and um, trying to find a place where you can really dig in um, and, and not be distracted. And just the importance of sitting down and getting it done and not neglecting to put the time in. Yeah, you can't be lazy. You got to be a workman approved. I'll normally start like you do, sometimes even on Sunday afternoon mm -hmm. for the following Sunday. Yeah. Certainly by Monday, uh, I'm reading as much as I can. Yep. Monday, Tuesday, I'm trying to get my reading done. I've got a, a, a pages document or a word processing document. I'm just recording information. I'm trying to come up yeah. with an outline, which we'll get to an outline uh, one of these <clears throat> podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and collecting information, filtering information, thinking of illustrations. What is the Lord saying to the church that I sh help shepherd? Yeah. Uh, what is the message of God for the people of God? And uh, yeah, reading, I think listening, it, that's yeah. something that doesn't get a lot of press is, is if you can find some solid preachers Absolutely. on your text I mean, the more sermons yeah. you can listen to, the more information you can accumulate and That's gather right. and filter and let it percolate, yeah. the better. Yeah, Sermon Audio is a great resource. You can go look up you know, chapter and verse, and you have all these reputable uh, preachers right. who have preached on your text. Listen to them. Uh, another thing Alex taught me is if you have a thought uh, about your sermon or you hear something or you read something, write it down. Uh, think about it and put it in a notes in your phone or write it down, put it in your pocket, but don't let that. Right. You know, don't, th don't say, I'll just remember that when the time comes to no, write, right. it'll go away. So write it down, um, gather as much information as you can. Um, I, I like to print out my commentary. So I have a logos and I'll go through my commentaries and I'll print out my section, my chapter, my, my, my verse or whatever it is. And then, I'll go through and I'll, I'll highlight what I want to come back to while I'm preparing. Right, right. And it's been really helpful. I've, I have got a little system. If I do three stars, 
I'm for sure going to quote it or oh, put it in if nice. I get one star. Good yeah. you got a star system. you got a star system, maybe an exclamation point or two. It's yeah, amazing. Wow. But anyway, you got to find your own system. You can use mine if you want, the three-star system. Uh, go ahead and use it. You just got to, uh, you have to draw your mind. I, I believe Dr. Lawson, Steve Lawson, talked about the same thing. He has all of his commentaries when he's writing a sermon laid out, and then he just harvests mm-hmm. as, he, as he's writing, I guess. Yeah, we're writes. mining. We're yeah. mining information. That's right. And, and you can be a lazy miner. You can be lazy. I had, uh, this is before iPhones, but I had those old school voice recorders. Oh, yeah. I just kept it in my pocket, carried it with me everywhere. And in yeah. middle of the night, yep. I would get an idea. I'd record it, you know, tell the beehive illustration. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then I would wake up and I, I'd go back and listen to all these recordings. I'm like, what, <laughs> what is the beehive illustration? I have no idea. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, have some kind of system to yeah. collect your studies. Yep. So you can fit it into uh, some kind of document. And then we'll talk about in the next uh, podcast, uh, what do you bring into the pulpit? Um, So that's coming up next. But any other thoughts on study? No, I think that about covers it. All righty. Biblical Eldership Resources is committed to equipping church elders to help them be effective, godly leaders of the church. Please consider donating to the ministry so that we can continue to provide essential eldership resources for church elders around the world. To donate, go to biblicaleldership.com.